From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, September 19th. I'm Sarah Wright. The rain arrived, bringing relief to firefighters and salmon alike. In Mill Creek, which makes its way to the south fork of the Eel River in Laytonville, coho salmon surprised a leading fisheries biologist. Patrick Higgins, director of the Eel River Recovery Project, sent me an email last week reporting that he couldn't believe his eyes when he saw coho near some restoration sites just a few days after a scorching heat wave. On Saturday afternoon, just before the clouds moved in, he led a tour of the restoration sites, including a visit to a shaded pool tucked into a bend of Mill Creek where living shadows flickered among the rocks. I didn't know that Coho still actively used Mill Creek, so it was just kind of a minor miracle when I went in there last Wednesday and there were these beautiful, you know, showy fish, um, and not the steelhead, and uh, no warm water fish, just mostly coho. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a sign of resilience. I mean, I'm not sure that, um, that this will routinely get coho, uh, but it's really neat that it's getting them now, and it's a further illustration that we do need to improve the habitat here for fish like coho that like three feet of water and colder water. And then we also found them at the Varnhagen uh, Cotto Creek Ranch uh, above the, uh, the sites that we just visited. So that means the, the adult coho went by there and uh, other coho in that year class also came by and temporarily used the habitats where we're going to improve. So that, you know, even if it's, they don't take up residence and stay all summer long, their chances of survival and transit are improved. And uh, also, you know, adult holding habitat, there's virtually no place for a fish to hide here, a big one. But some of them did and some of them spawned. And the coho probably went by here in uh, late December, early January, which was the last flood peak, and that's exactly perfect for their, their spawn timing. And then the rain skinnied out between January and March, and so there were fewer steelhead juveniles to compete with them. So just okay. kind of luck of the draw. Landowner Joe Fagan said the site has been affected by events ranging from the Great Flood of 1964 to a variety of non-indigenous practices in the last 200 years. Little Case Creek comes in. And Little Case Creek has a longer history of rich guys redirecting it, and it's pretty much a straight run. So it comes in here, it does a turn out that way, comes in and joins Mill Creek here, where it then flows into Ten Mile Creek. That channel is now about this wide, nine-tenths of the year, it's dry as a bone. When it gets wet, it's like a fire hose. And the rocks and the boulders, and it just... so. Geigers and local kids would use this corner as a swimming hole during the summer because it became that deep. Um, mostly because of this log jam and the stuff they did over there to keep the meadow from flooding. And it was probably used as a sluice channel years before that. What's a sluice channel? Um, where big logs go out to be trucked or trained. Okay, right. Like James Creek. Yep. We scrambled down to the pool, where I shared the excitement as leaves and shadows and fingerling fish resolved into separate shapes. Right now they're kind of hiding. What you do is you look for shadows of, of the fish, and then you can kind of adjust your eyes and see where the fish are sitting. Let's come on up here with me. There goes one under a rock. 
see them? See them? Yes. Oh, they're tiny. Yeah. Hi there. And there's, I and see three of them. Those, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so as your eyes adjust. All of a sudden. Higgins is studying a number of factors at this site and several others in the Eel River and its tributaries. We're doing an analysis of flow in Cotto Creek and Mill Creek to see how they differ from uh, Elder Creek, which is an old growth system over at the Angelo Reserve. Likely we will see that flood peaks are greater on Cotto and Mill than on Elder, and also that um, base flows are maintained better on Elder and that the descent of the hydrograph is, reflects um, evapotranspiration up and down, day and night. And this, this rainstorm that's coming is um, going to do them a world of good, right? It'll help them move along down the creek, or is that bad timing for them? No, no. It's, uh, any, any, any rain is always good news for fish. And um, when I came here Wednesday, Joe was quite distraught, uh, the landowner, Joe Fagan, and he thought that the creek was dry because it had been for a week. And then we came down, and as you can see, it's flowing beautifully just from the cold nighttime temperatures and the trees uh, reducing evapotranspiration. When the pool is disconnected, they have to kind of scour around for food, and then as the current sets back up, they like to be kind of right up front under the current, and then they come up and eat and then go back down as the current delivers insects and other food. As the one just went to the surface, took a bath yeah. off the surface. I think I see like six of them right now. That's really cool. Oh yeah, there's a couple oh. of dozen in here. And they just, uh, they just kind of sit there very cryptic. It's hard to pick them up, but now that your eyes have adjusted, uh, you're starting to see them. And that's almost always true of watching fish. You come up to the creek, you see very little. First of all, you probably scared everything. Now we've been here for about five minutes, and they're all just kind of going, okay, got to eat lunch. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.